Okay. Here's our first episode. Do you want to explain a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, okay. So, welcome everyone. Um, we, we are here uh, bringing you the first episode um, of what we hope is, is a lot of episodes in our podcast. Um, and just to kind of give you guys an introduction to us, um, who we are and, and why we wanted to do this, um, is that we um, here are cousins and, and we're very, very good friends. Um, but that, that friendship and that relationship um, was kind of expanded past a normal cousin relationship um, due to our shared love of video games um, and some specific games um, that really tied us together and have helped us create a lot of really, really precious memories for ourselves. Um, and we wanted to share a little bit of that story and why these games mean so much to us as individuals um, and within our friendship together um, with all of you today. Yeah, so who you just heard speaking, his name is Alex, Alex Herschel. Uh, my name is SJ, SJ Herschel. Um, some people, uh, if you're from the LDS Gamers group, you may know me as Hershey. Um, we want this podcast to be something where we can just freely talk about our thoughts on games, you know, our passions. We'll have some episodes that are tangents that aren't necessarily gaming related to, and those will be labeled as such. So if you want to skip those, that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, first we just kind of wanted to share a little bit about our history, how we came to be so close, and like Alex just said, why um, gaming is an, ex an, an important aspect of our lives. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, as we as we go through episodes, we're we're going to be talking a lot more about games themselves. Um, the mechanics that we like, different aspects of them that we really enjoy. Um, but in this episode, we are going to be talking a little bit more about ourselves. And, and so just kind of to begin, I guess, um, the first game that really, truly brought us together was... Oh, can I also just... Sorry. Our production quality is probably not going to be the best. It's not going to be as good as, you know, other professionally produced podcasts that you listen to. Um, we might stumble over our words a little bit, but we don't want to do a whole lot of editing. We want this to sound natural. Um, so please bear with us, you know, if there's sounds, things you hear that aren't, you know, ideal or whatever. Like we have a bird sitting in the background. So if she starts flapping her wings, you're going to hear that a little bit. But yeah. yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Alex. No, no worries. Thank you for that. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good stuff to know. But the first, the first game that really brought us together, I think, if I did the math right, um, it was while my brother was away. So that would have been 2016 was when it really started, about halfway through the year. And this little franchise, you might not know it, um, but it's called Super Smash Bros. And oh my goodness, that is where all of it began. You've got to know that game. At least... I feel like most people have heard it, even if they're not even into gaming. I don't know. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, but yeah, one, 
one night um, we were at a family get together, a little party, um, and I was talking to to one of my other brothers um, about Smash Bros. We had played Smash Bros. together earlier that day. Gathering that was was that Fourth of July. No, we were at we were at our grandparents' house. Um, I think it was Christmas. Okay. I think it was Christmas. You're probably right. I I can't no, remember at all. No, 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 no. It was Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. No, it had to be Thanksgiving because there's a lot of stuff that happened in between Smash Bros. and the next game. And that next game came out yeah, right, the March right. of the next year. So it had to have had you know a pretty good amount of time in yeah, between. And we always have everybody at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. most of the time. Exactly. But yeah, me and my other brother were talking about Smash Bros, um, about how I had absolutely destroyed him because at that time I was better. I'm I'm not sure that's the case anymore. He might have surpassed me, but um, <laughs> we we were discussing it, and SJ actually overheard us, and he asked one very very crucial question that began everything. It's just like, Alex, you play Smash? And and it just, it took off from there. So, for context, I have been into Smash for a very, very long time. Um, the first Smash Brothers game I ever played was on the N64. And I'm sure we'll have an episode dedicated to Smash, so I won't go too far into it. But basically, I, I used to go to my friend's house all the time, play Smash 64, even though I didn't have a 64 at home. Um... And then eventually I got Melee on the GameCube. And I remember, and I still have this book, I got, or my dad got me a, uh, it's like an instruction booklet. And it tells you all of the stats of all the different characters. It tells you, you know, the different tricks you can do, like L canceling, for those of you that are familiar with stuff like that. Um, I read that book cover to cover dozens of times like when i was bored i would just read through that book um so i've been into smash a lot and i got into competitive smash um probably around this smash wii u time or also known as smash 4 um and then now of course smash ultimate but so I've been into, you know, watching competitive Smash videos on YouTube and things like that. Um, so when I heard Alex say, you know, he mentioned playing Smash, I was like, oh, Alex, you're into Smash. That's awesome. Um, and just to put this out there, I am a absolute noob compared to the people that are actually, you know, tournament goers and things like that. I'm like... I'm decent. I'm all right. Like relative to pro players, I'm not that good, right? But you know, when I'm playing against like casual players, like I'm all right. Yeah. No, yeah, and and you know, we talked about it a little bit, and actually, I mean, we talked about it for quite a bit that night, and that kind of expanded into other video games that we both mutually enjoyed. Um, and that night, we just kind of decided, you know, the that we would meet up, you know, just the two of us, which really hadn't happened before. Um, no, we'd never hung out before that. Yeah, just just to play some Smash Bros. Um, and, and we did that. 
and I went over. Um, and as for myself, I I can re- I have very faint memories of playing Smash 64 when I was young, young. Um, I didn't really play much of Melee. I never owned Melee on a GameCube, and then I I played a lot. Had a GameCube though, right? Hmm? I had a GameCube, GameCube, but we didn't own Smash Bros. on it. Um, And then when Brawl came out on the Wii, um, we had that. So I played a lot of Brawl um, and then played played a good bit on the Wii U as well. Um, But when when me and SJ began to play together, um, I realized the the difference in our um, skills was a lot more than anyone else I had ever um, played with. Um, I, as far as like all the, the basic technical stuff, um, that players in Smash Brothers can do, um, I, I had no idea about. I very, very rarely used my shield. Um, my smash attacks were super poorly timed because I wasn't good at doing that super basic input. Um, so I think that first time it was just, it was a train wreck. It was really bad. Um, but um, SJ began to teach me those things, how to properly utilize shields and, and dodges and how to string together like the beginning of combos out of throws and, and other basic moves for some of the characters that I really enjoyed using um, in Smash 4. And so I practiced and we just kind of kept meeting up like every every couple weeks or so just to play some Smash Bros and kind of spend that time together. Yeah, we just started hanging out pretty consistently ever since that first time. Now, the first time we did it, if I remember right, we didn't just hang out. Like, you guys hosted a Smash tournament at your house. That that did happen, and I distinctly remember that. I think that was later because the reason that we had that Smash tournament um, was because... um, there was another person that we didn't know oh, yeah, um, that was yeah, claiming yeah. his his superiority, um, <laughs> and and we took that pretty personally. Oh yeah. And That's so we right. set that up, now. but we had definitely played together before that because yeah, because like we as I was going through those matches, thing. you were coaching me through it. You were like, okay, make sure not to do this because you always do that, and it's super punishable. Yeah. Um, so that. But I do remember that. That was a good time. That was a good time. <laughs> we we do need to talk about that too mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So basically, you know, Super Smash Brothers is near and dear to our hearts because if it weren't for Smash, I don't. We would not be this close Mm-mm. because I mean, you know, we are family. We saw each other all the time. But like, just for context, for those of you that don't know our age gap is pretty wide. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 28 right now, and how old are you? I'm 21. Yeah, so seven years, you know, in the context of how it was when we first started hanging out. How how old were, were you back then? I Let's was, see, I was 15, so you were 22. There you go. I mean, you don't really see 22-year-olds and 15-year-olds hanging out very often, so... Yeah, and I mean, yeah, like, like Sedge was saying... There was no, like, it wasn't like we didn't like each other, but there just wasn't anything that really was like, really oh, no this spark, is something right? that we can share yeah. together and both enjoy um, until until we realized that Smash Brothers 
was that. Because that's how guys bond, mm-hmm. is you find something that you both like to do together, and you do it, and then you get close. Exactly. So, I mean, I have plenty of other cousins in the family that I don't hang out with or talk to, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, should yeah. we go into Breath of the Wild? Oh, definitely. Okay. Definitely. And so... For those of you that are paying attention to the timeline, right? This is this is fall slash winter of 2016, um, and in March of 2017, Zelda: Breath of the Wild released, and we are both very very big Legend of Zelda fans. And we had been excited for that game for so long. I mean, we'd had the the trailer drop like what two three years before i i can't remember like five years before it was no you're right right after skyward sword had come out and they dropped that initial trailer where like you see the guardian and we didn't know it was a guardian then that's right link Link jumps off the horse with the arrow yeah and you were like what in the world it's it's technology and zelda what is this we didn't even know about the switch back then when we first got that oh no it was it was called zelda u for years right and yeah yeah um and so obviously when you first started hang, hanging out we we talk about that a lot you know and we analyze the tr- the trailer and talk about our theories and share youtube videos of other content creators coming up with their own theories and um i managed to get a pre-order reservation of the Nintendo Switch after that got announced and then it was also announced that Breath of the Wild would be having a joint release on the Wii U and the Switch and um, it was really hard to get a pre-order because everybody pre-ordered the Switch ahead of time and it was out of stock everywhere you had to you had to really you know be on your A game and um i remember gamestop they had no more pre-orders available same thing with best buy but walmart came in clutch and i was able to sneak one in with them and um yeah we ended up like lining up at walmart on the night of the release like midnight release like and and our schedules just kind of seemed to work out that day Um, remember at this time i was 15 I was a freshman in high school, um, so I didn't have a lot of freedom when it came to my schedule. Um, but it just so happened that March 3rd, um, that day, was was a Friday, and it was a day that, for whatever reason, um, we didn't have school. It was completely off, and I didn't have anything else going on that day. Um, and so we realized that, and SJ decided he was going to ask for work off that day, which opened up this possibility for us to go to these these midnight releases together. Um, I remember it's the night started. Uh, you came and picked me up because I was 15. I couldn't even drive yet. Yeah, um, you came and crazy. picked me up. We went somewhere and and we got some snacks. We both got some soda and some chips, um, and went back to your house and played a little bit of Smash Bros as as the usual. Um, and then and then we went to Walmart. Yeah. first and lined up and and got your switch and and where did where did you end up getting your your breath of the wild pre-order from that's from walmart as well mm, yeah okay. I, wait no 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 that's not true i remember specifically 
getting Breath of the Wild from GameStop mm. because GameStop had the exclusive poster, free poster you'd get. Mm-hmm. So I canceled mine from Walmart and got mm. it at GameStop. That's right. Um, but we were able to pick them both up at the same time. And I remember, you know, being lined up at Walmart, everybody was so hyped for the game. And so many people, because, you know, how they had it, at least over there, was you had the pool of switches that were allocated to pre-orders so every single one had been already been already been allocated to an individual individual and you had a pool for people that could just show up and buy one you know if they couldn't get a pre-order and so a lot of people were lined up because they weren't able to get a pre-order and they were hoping to be able to get a switch mm-hmm. and so you know i remember chatting with a couple of them saying hey did you get a pre-order you know like and a couple of the guys like no i didn't but i'm hoping to get one you know hopefully i got here early enough and it was just a very exciting night and we got home played breath of the wild we would take turns mm-hmm. i think it was af- any time we complete a shrine we trade off or something like that. I can't remember. Is that what sounded I, right? I remember the way we were kind of switching off was... It, it was something like that at the beginning, but we played long enough to the point where I... since So since I was 15, right? I didn't have a Switch pre-ordered, um, and I didn't even have money to buy it on the Wii U, which I did have. Um, and I didn't know the next time that I was going to be able to play this game. Um, and so as we were switching off... I think it just kind of naturally happened where because SJ, you know, owned it and and was going to have, you know, all of his free time to be able to do it, um, to play that game, he he decided he was going to take his time and really explore the areas and get to know the world. Uh, While I was like, well, I've been waiting years for this game. I want to know what's happening in this game. So I was cruising, trying to get as much of the story done as possible. And so I can't remember exactly yeah. how we were switching off, but there was some some standard or metric where we were like, okay, now now's the time where we switch back. Yeah. But I mean, even then, just just watching that game, I mean, I cried two separate times that night. I cried both times where the camera pans out after Link comes out the Shrine of Resurrection. I cried when I was playing through it, oh, and I cried when you were playing gosh. through it because yeah. it was just so magical, and it had been what we were waiting for, and it absolutely lived it up lived up to to all the you know ideas and imaginations that i had had about it yeah um speaking of becoming emotional i remember the first time that trailer dropped i like and this is the first time i'd ever cried watching a, a video game trailer i watched it you know you hear the piano and the theme play and it's just I was so excited. I just, I cried. Yeah. And just like you said, right? The first time you come out of the Shrine of Resurrection and looks out to the overworld, it's just absolutely beautiful. Um, that was a good night. That was a good night. That was a good night. And I mean, that, that really cemented things because from then on, you know, SJ would keep me updated on different things that were happening in game cool discoveries that he had made um and and i had asked to keep it pretty spoiler free so i was really just getting progress on you know 
are you liking the things that you're seeing? Are there features in the game that, that are bothering you? Um, but just a lot, a lot of positive reviews. Um, and from then on, it just, I mean, we continued to do what we were doing. We would play Smash Bros. together. We would talk about Zelda all the time. Um, but, but that also grew into other games um, and other games that we'll talk about more, just kind of including like Star Wars Battlefront 2, because we both are big Star Wars nerds. We love Star Wars. Um, Mario Odyssey launched later that year. And I remember playing that game the day it launched with you. Um, we spent a lot of time in Hyrule Warriors. There were a couple other, you know, smaller indie games. Like, I don't remember what it was called, but there's one where you hit like a baseball back and forth between okay, the two. Okay, wait. I remember. Um... I can hear the theme song mm-hmm. playing in my mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that game? Um... I remember the guy I liked playing as was like a scarecrow, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, it's like a, it's kind of like a fighter game. You're you're in a boxed off arena, and you hit a baseball, and your objective is to, you know, every time you hit the baseball, it moves faster and faster, and after you hit the baseball, the baseball kind of becomes yours, and then it it can bump into your opponent. And if your opponent gets hit by the baseball without hitting it back, then they take damage. So it's it's kind of like a fighting game where um, you're just trying to hit each other with a baseball. So it's a lot of, you know, timing your hits and things like that. So I just looked it up. Is it called Lethal League? Lethal League. There you yes, go. Lethal there League. You go. Um, shout out to Jordan. He's the one that introduced me to that game. Yeah, that was that was a good time. A lot of the ones that we'd play over and over as as we hung out. At first, Hyrule Warriors was the game we'd play. Mm-hmm. We would play like Hyrule Warriors and this is the we'd play like the definitive edition on Switch cuz I remember when that game first got announced, um I was on my mission when the original Hyrule Warriors came out on the Wii U. So I remember texting you and asking you, I was like, hey, is Hyrule Warriors any good? Like, have you played it before? And you said, yeah, I liked it. And so I just went ahead and bought it. And then we do split screen co-op on that. So that was a blast. Mm-hmm. I've sunk hours into that game. Yeah, we we played that a ton. I remember, I mean, there was one one like mission in particular that, like for whatever reason we just couldn't pass and we spent like an so hard we spent like an entire time of us hanging out like five six hours just trying to play nothing else just that one section of that game but i mean even though it was frustrating that we couldn't pass it like it was still like we got to the end of it and i i specifically remember saying like i have no regrets about that that was 100 (laughs) percent worth doing and accomplishing oh yeah yeah um in fact, now that I think about it, I think Hyrule Warriors is the only game we've played together that got us to only play Hyrule, Warrior, Hyrule Warriors and nothing else. Like, mm-hmm. because in other times, we're always playing a little bit of Smash. Mm-hmm. You know, we always play a little bit of Smash. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, another one was Battlefront 2. We played that one pretty consistently. It, it's nice because... Um, 
we play it offline we play with bots mm -hmm. and we would just split screen and then you know we do a couple different things um one of them would be like we'd be on the same team and then we set the ai to like the highest difficulties to see if we can beat them mm -hmm. or we'd be on opposite sides try to beat each other you know we'd play the modes where you could just be the heroes mm -hmm. you know they mm -hmm. could just destroy everybody as mm -hmm. as jedi and sith and whatnot yeah and yeah that kind of that kind of brings us to to where we are now um that kind of carried us up until a couple years ago um right up until i left on my mission um and i actually just got back a little bit over a month ago now and so we're kind of getting back into the groove of things and one of the last conversations that we had while i was on my mission um, was about podcasting um because sj had brought it up you know about an idea like how he was looking for someone to do a podcast with and he had a few ideas and i kind of mentioned because in in our mission um to to end our our night um, we, we, we tried to do this. It didn't end up lasting very long. But within our, our zone, we would send out um, little podcast episodes, for, for lack of a better word. And so I tried to play that off. I was like, oh, I, I have experience podcasting. And I made like this little voice memo like with it intro and outro good. music. It sounded good. And yeah, um, and, yeah, and so that's kind of led us to now where ever since I've been home, um, it's been kind of hard to to get a time set up to actually begin because we had to get you know the the hardware put together and, and find a way to make it so that it was something that we could be proud of and sound you know acceptable maybe not professional but acceptable to us um, and enjoyable for for our listeners to listen to um, but but here we are now and we're just kind of picking up where we left off and the thing that really got me most interested in podcasting was because, you know, when Alex was on his mission, and for those of you that don't know, you know, he, he, uh, he taught, um, his religion to other people in two years in a foreign place. Um, and our main, uh, mode of communication was emails and so we'd email all the time and chat and um, when I say all the time it's once a week there's there's one day a week you're allocated to communicate from people back home so that you can focus on your work on the other days um, but uh, eventually I started sending him voice messages instead of just regularly typed emails one because I had listened to a lot of his voice messages that he'd send out to people back home and I thought it just a kind of added a nice personal touch, you know, to be able to hear his voice. And also, um, it was easier for me because I don't have to take time to sit down, you know, and type up an email. I can just set my phone to record as I'm driving home from work and so pretty much all of the weekdays as I'm driving home from work I would record you know some sort of message to to Alex just keep him keeping him updated and I really just liked 
talking about my day, my the thoughts that were on my mind, and it kind of turned into a therapeutic experience for me. So I wasn't only doing it for Alex at that point. It became something that I personally wanted to do, and I looked forward to, you know, making those recordings. And in a way, it's kind of like writing a journal, but I'm addressing it to Alex. So, and that just got me thinking, you know, I'd love to talk about the the things that I love and the things that I'm passionate about. And maybe, you know, if anybody can get some sort of value or entertainment out of it, that'd be amazing. But, you know, if I were to do that, I wouldn't want to do it by myself. I'd want to have a co-host with me. And I really couldn't think of anyone better than Alex. So here we are. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of us and how we got to this point where you're listening to this podcast now. There's your history lesson. So this will be our first episode. Um, our next episode, we will probably discuss some kind of video game mm-hmm. that we're both into. Uh, we plan on having some you know, debates, uh, we could even do some reviews, personal thoughts, mm. opinions. And and just to, to give you guys a little bit of a fair warning, um, me and SJ, we, we, we finally found, I think the right term for it, tend to have mirrored opinions, um, where it's not that something that he loves, I hate, but that if we were to rank, you know, games that we love um, from from best to good, um, they would just be flipped where yes. his good is my best and my best is his good. Yep. And so um, these, these debates um, will, will tend to have that kind of, of tone about it where one of us will be hyping it up as, as this thing that we think is, you know, a, a nine out of 10 while another one has a little bit more of a grounded, um, less, less extreme opinion on it. Um, just but just to provide those those different perspectives and and share those conversations that we've had with each other quite a bit um, with you as well. Now, I'm gonna throw this out there. Um, we do have a Twitter account, so if you want to reach out to us, you know, let us know how we're doing. Let us know your thoughts, or if you have things that you want us to talk about. Uh, feel free to reach out to us at Herschel Podcast on Twitter. That's at Herschel Podcast. Herschel is H-O-E-C-H-E-R-L. As you can see in the title of our podcast, and we didn't explain this, but Herschel is our last name. We share that last Mm -hmm. name. So, Exactly. Okay. Well, I think... That about wraps it up. So we hope you enjoyed it. Feel free to reach out to us. Um, and yeah, we we hope to have you guys listening to us again in the next one. Okay, we'll talk to you next time. Bye.